A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we're talking about the soft life and everything around that. Is the soft life a scam? How do you actually end up living a soft life? Can you live a soft life if you have desperate energy to have a soft life? And we're also going to really dive into a little bit more about finances when it comes to relationships and men being providers and what that all looks like, how to kind of find that man for you or better yet, maybe how not to find that kind of man. There's a lot that we're going to unpack here, but how it really came to be was through a Dear Victoria submission. So what I'm actually going to do is use this email and use this submission to really direct this whole episode. I'm going to read the email, which I will condense because it was super long. So I'm just going to break it down to the most important parts and I'm going to respond to it. And I'm going to give my honest feedback, my opinion, and 
to the lovely girl who did submit this, I want you to know that I'm going to respond to you as if you are a client of mine or a friend of mine, as if you are someone that I personally know and love dearly, which means that I'm going to give it to you straight and I'm going to give you some tough love and you could take that you know, with a grain of salt, or you could take it for what it is. You don't have to value my opinion at all. You can completely disagree with me. But I mean, since you submitted it to me, I'm guessing that you would like my feedback. So I'm going to share to the best of my ability the way that I would with someone that I absolutely love and care about and want the absolute best for. So if anything, maybe a little like too much on the tough side, Just really remember how much I emphasize the love side. It's called tough love for a reason. Trust me, if I didn't care, I would just tell you what you want to hear. If I did not care about your well-being, I'd be like, sure, fine, keep doing what you're doing. But that is not the case. So I do just want to give that a little bit of a preface because I really appreciate anyone who reaches out, anyone who submits a Dear Victoria submission, anyone who values my word, my opinion, listens to my podcast. I'm so, so, so grateful when I do hear from you girls, no matter what the circumstances are. So like I said, I am condensing the email. There was a lot more to it, but This part still might sound a little bit long, but I want to read as much as I can to give you girls all the context on why we're going to get into this conversation. So here is what it says in the email I received. I changed my job and finally I'm being treated like a respected human being. I also went part-time from always working full-time. This made a huge positive impact on my mental and physical well-being as I have more time for myself, which was and is still very much needed due to the realization that I truly am naturally in my feminine energy most of the time and it feels right for me that way. I'm a late bloomer. I'm 30, straight and single with everything in life, but I finally know what I want and have a clear vision of my life, especially when it comes to male-female romantic partnership. Various podcasts and interviews online made it clear for me what dynamic I want in a partnership that I would want to have in a relationship. To become a better version of myself, I basically invested in myself with time and money and I feel great because of it. I got a citizenship in the UK. I went on holiday to Turkey twice, finally bought myself an expensive perfume I wanted, I got a passport, I got beauty laser treatments, I got a new phone, and more very pricey self-investments, but exactly what I wanted and I do not regret it at all. I believe that I'm deserving of everything I desire, and if that means having a level of delusion about it, then I will stick by that. I imagine myself working part-time or dedicating myself to other creative projects that I wouldn't care about capitalizing from them at all. I believe the role of a man is a provider and to be financially responsible for my family's lifestyle, and that's exactly what I am looking for. Hence, my financial involvement for bills should not really matter. In my current situation, that investment in myself took a toll on my bank account. I have taken out over $10,000 since 2022 from my savings account because I work part-time and I spend more than I earn. Because I realized working full-time is not for me and I don't recover from work stress well, I refuse to go back and be part of the 9-to-5 system. It is simply not for me. 
I realized the difference between my previous existing and surviving mode versus the life that I have now where I get and pay for things that I want and experiences that I want. I'm currently on a search for the right man. I'm active on dating apps, etc. The issue is that if I have to go back to existing and survival mode, I would rather not be alive at all. I decided I am only going to continue living, experiencing everything fully, which obviously costs a lot of money because otherwise existing is just not worth it for me. Basically, she's saying like if she has to live paycheck to paycheck and struggle financially. I see no point in even being if I have to exist that way. I only have so much money in my savings account left to keep me going from living my life and embodying the person I am becoming until hopefully I meet my future husband who will take care of finances for both of us and would make sure he would do everything in his power so we don't ever struggle financially. My question to you is whether you have suggestions for me on how to numb the fear of running out of time before my finances reach zero dollars. I sincerely hope I find someone on time so I can continue living like I do because I would very much like to do so for as long as I can because only this past year I realized how beautiful life can be if you have finances that allow you access to the world. P.S. Things that are not an option for me. Spend less, find another job, or work more days at my job to earn more money for myself. Therefore, I would appreciate if you didn't even mention them because I will refuse to go for them. Okay, so like I said, we have a lot to unpack here. In a way, I understand where this person is coming from because I understand them having the desire for a certain dynamic in a relationship. She wants to be with a man who is totally embodied in his masculine and takes on that provider role financially. And she wants to be a woman who is completely embodied as, I don't know, maybe a homemaker, just someone who's really in her feminine energy and does not have to work. And her financial involvement has nothing to do, you know, with the bills and whatnot. So I get that aspect of having those desires. And you have... There's nothing wrong with having those desires. You have every right to have those desires. Here's where my issue comes into play. The entitlement. It's the attitude and energy behind those desires. Now, I know maybe because this is written in email, it's not always the easiest way to understand someone's communication or context or attitude or energy or whatever because it's written rather than spoken so of course I'm taking that into consideration but from the context that I am presented there is a very big sense of entitlement and I do happen to notice this happening on social media of course I mean I personally am someone who's also preached and talked so much about masculine and feminine energy so maybe in a way I've also contributed to that But I also think I try my best to give very grounded advice as well. And that's why I've always said, you know, we are entitled to our desires, but we are not entitled to expectations. And when that happens, when you have this entitlement around expectations, I think that you are much less likely to receive what you actually want because the energy around it is more demanding rather than soft 
and accepting. You have to remember, if you want to be embodied in your feminine energy, you have to be a feminine woman. There's a lot more to it than just who pays the bills or not. The more masculine energy, that wounded, toxic masculine energy is a little bit more on that controlling side, that demanding side, that like, you owe me, you have to do this for me. That's where that ego comes into play. And for someone to be writing like, I am naturally a very feminine embodied woman, but then in the same breath, write a very entitled sort of email, I'm not getting the feminine energy. And so I think that it's actually doing you more harm than good because I understand you wanting what you want, but you're starting to develop a very desperate energy around that thing. Like, I'm just gonna end up homeless with zero dollars in my bank account if no one comes in and pays my bills. And, you know, even at the ending, and again, I'm speaking to you the way I would speak to a friend or a client, so please do not take this as me, you know, trying to call you out. I'm just being very honest with you. You know, to see somebody ask for my opinion and input and ask for my help but then end the email by telling me what not to say it it all that also is part of what really exudes entitlement like I want your opinion but you have to tell me what I want to hear because I don't want to hear you say spend less get another job or work more money so don't even mention those because I don't want to hear that so realistically are you actually asking me for help? Like, or you do you just want me to tell you what you want to hear? So, you know, we have to really work on that energy and attitude first before we can even dive into how to really find the right guy for you who will provide this. I have always said in podcast episodes and TikTok videos in client sessions, removing expectations is going to do you really 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 well when it comes to relationships whether those relationships be romantic or platonic because everyone is entitled to their desires and standards and everyone is going to have different desires and standards and needs and so on and so forth so when we put expectations on people and we think that we are entitled to receive what we want from people then we're basically seeing the world as like, everyone has to see things the way I see things. Everyone has to feel the way I feel. Everyone has to agree with what what I agree with, with, with what I feel. And especially in dating, that's something that you're going to have to completely remove. Otherwise, it's it's very likely that you're not really going to move forward with guys because one, you'll probably end up disappointed quite often because every single time that you expect someone to match exactly what you want, especially when they're a complete stranger, not to mention, and then they don't, you're going to be like, oh, he's red flag. Oh, he's not, he's not a good guy. Oh, he's not for me. And sure, maybe he's not for you, but maybe he's not for you for more reasons than just not meeting your expectations. Maybe he's not for you simply because you're not compatible in what you're looking for. It's not up to us to tell people what they should desire or how they should feel. It's not up to us to try to make people change. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. It's up to us to find the right candidate for us. It's up to us to find someone that we are entitled, uh, uh, entirely, sorry, excuse me, someone that we are entirely compatible with so when you can remove expectations then you're going to remove that like rat race feeling of dating and you're going to remove constant disappointment and you're going to be able to remind yourself of your own role in your life which is responsibility so if you can remind yourself I am responsible for my life. I'm responsible for holding myself accountable when it comes to getting what I want and getting what I desire. That's when your entire mindset will shift. You'll ultimately feel much better on a daily basis knowing that if this is what I want, it's up to me to get it. Whether it comes from me or it comes from someone that I end up meeting eventually or it comes from somewhere that I didn't expect, that's a whole other thing. But I'm not going to put the expectations on anybody because it's my responsibility. And I think I mentioned the desperate energy, but I need to really go back and emphasize that desperate energy is not going to 
allow you to live a soft life. Desperate energy is not going to get you that kind of man. When you're looking for a highly masculine man, a really embodied, like manly man who takes action, who provides, who's, you know, a leader and all of the above, he's going to have higher standards for what he's looking for in a woman. He's going to be looking for a very divine feminine woman. He's going to be looking for someone who's super embodied in her feminine traits because he has done all of that sort of work on himself to, you know, and held himself accountable to be a man of true like integrity and strength. And he has like a really clear purpose for his future and his family and whatnot. So when a man like that has the standards that he's entitled to have as well. And then he meets someone who's desperate and maybe giving off a little bit of the wounded feminine or even wounded masculine, like I mentioned before, he's not going to go for that woman. He's not going to feel connected to that woman. So some of those traits that a divine masculine man would be looking for in a divine feminine woman would be empathetic, emotionally connecting, emotionally available, full of self-care, full of self-love. She's really magnetic. She has a really positive, radiant energy about her that just draws him in and he's, she's very, very magnetic. She's also very nurturing, which means she's just like filled with that warm energy, that loving, caring, nurturing energy, really. It's almost like that mama bear sort of energy. She's compassionate. She's sensitive. She's supportive. She's gentle. She has a lot of humility about her, which is the complete opposite of entitlement and expectations. That humility is really being able to be humble in your life and to be grounded. And I, I, that, I try to always like make sure that I, I am clear about where I stand because I know I talk so much about high standards and whatnot, but I do always try to put in there a much more grounded mindset and a little bit of a tidbit on being grounded and being humble because I think it's really important to have both it's really important to know your value to know your worth to have high standards to you know shoot higher live your dream life but at the same time also have that really feminine humility within you I think leading with gratitude and kindness and like I mentioned you know, empathy, empathetic, empatheticness, I don't even know what the right word is that I'm looking for there, um, is a really big deal for that kind of man. Because even if they don't require you to split the bill, or even if they don't require you to offer finances and whatnot, they at least appreciate feeling appreciated. They at least want to know that you're grateful for what he's doing rather than needing him and being desperate for him because you don't want to take on any sole responsibility yourself. It's more like I just need my bills paid and I don't want to be the one to have to do it. If a provider masculine type man can sense that you are desperate and that you need him he is going to absolutely run the other way. Especially if they can sense that you're running out of money and you need them to pick up, you know, your slack and whatnot. Now, the type of man who will eat that shit right up is the type of man who 
may not be looking for an equal playing field type of relationship and a true marriage with a real emotional connection. It may be the type of man who's looking for a much younger woman or someone who can provide them in other sort of favors. <laughs> you know, there there are going to be men who will eat that shit right up, who would love to be with a woman who needs to rely on him financially. That may be more of a sugar daddy than a husband, and I'm not going to knock it because I know plenty of people who have had sugar daddies and they've had great relationships with their sugar daddies and that's perfectly fine. It's never been my specific MO, but I really, I mean, I don't knock anyone who does anything that doesn't affect me, truly. It doesn't matter to me. So I think if you want a man who just from the first date will start paying your rent and paying your bills and taking over your luxury investments and expenses, then you can find that, but it's probably not going to be on a dating app with a man who's looking for a wife that he has high standards for. And I'm only putting that out there because of the whole... I'm running out of time thing. You know, it was mentioned a few times, like I'm afraid that I won't meet someone on time. I'm afraid of running out of time before I have $0. So it seems like you're going to be looking for this from the first date, from as soon as you get to know someone. And I think that that would be a really big red flag for someone who is serious about marriage and looking for things. Not to say he wouldn't pay for it down the line, I'm sure he would. Of course he would. If he's a masculine provider type man, I'm sure as your relationship becomes more serious and committed and you, there's marriage involved and you're living together, you won't have to be paying those bills because you'll be living together and he'll take care of those bills. But until that time, I personally don't even suggest asking for a guy that you're just starting to see for these things. Now I could be wrong, but it all goes back to that entitlement and desperate energy that from my experience, masculine men will be very turned off to. Now, with all of that being said, the question is really around like, what do I do? I'm running out of time before I get my bank account down to $0. And to me, this tells me that you're not actually living the life that you really want to live because you're in a big scarcity mindset. Now, even just saying, don't tell me to spend less money, don't tell me to find another job, and don't tell me to work more hours tells me that you're really in scarcity mode because if you had an abundant mindset around your life and around your money, you wouldn't be afraid of taking on the responsibility to get your finances sorted right now while you wait until you meet the right person for you. I think... It's extremely important that you realize like money is not a joke. Money is not some object to be played with and thrown around. You need to have money to survive. That is unfortunately how life works. And especially in this economy, you're going to need an abundance of money. So if you're running out of money and, you know, refusing <laughs> to find ways to save more or make more, then I'm not sure exactly what your plan is. For me, someone like me who I would say I live a pretty soft life while also making a lot of money, 
I just really can't relate to that mindset because I have always had a huge abundant mindset when it comes to my life, my desires, my income, my finances. And keep in mind, I was single for 10 years. I wholeheartedly understand 100% where you're coming from when you say the standard nine to five lifestyle is not for you. A typical corporate job is just not the life that you envision for yourself. And I have always felt the same way. I completely understand where you're coming from. I agree. And you have every right to feel that way. But you have to do something about that. So for me, what did I do? I was able to quit my job, my career in only two years from when I started my career, when I graduated college, because I was already building something online. I've always been a little bit more of an entrepreneurial person. I just always loved the idea of working for myself. To me, everything that I'm doing now, this has always been my dream. I've always wanted that time freedom. I've always wanted the ability to be able to go out for lunch on a regular Tuesday with my friends. I remember being in my job, being in my office, looking out the window and seeing girls in their like little gym outfits going to the gym or going to get smoothies. And I'm like, what the hell do they do for work that they're able to just walk around on a Wednesday at 11 o'clock? And I always wanted that. So with that all being said, I, I really recommend finding something that you actually love and enjoy that doesn't even really feel like work that you can start doing and start building that can turn into a career for you that can turn into even residual income which to me I think is the most important thing in 2018 is when I really started building up my residual income but guess what I worked my ass off for it I will say that I loved what I was doing and I found it to be a whole lot of fun and I think that that's probably the most important thing is you know find something that you can actually enjoy and have fun doing that can make you money. So this way you won't feel like you're locked into going to work all the time for money. You don't have to necessarily trade your time for money. You're able to actually build something that makes you residual income. And it's really only because of that that I'm able to do this for my career. Having this podcast, you have to realize like this is fun. I love doing this and it may just feel like sitting and chatting and listening to some, you know, opinions and whatnot. But this is work for me. This is a career for me. The fact that I'm sitting at my computer right now, typing up notes, recording this, editing this, producing this, uploading this, it, there is actual work that goes into it, which is why I'm receiving money from it. I worked hard enough on it for two years that now it's a legit part of my income. I mean, it's only one part of my income, but the fact of the matter is, For somebody else, it could be a full-time income. I get to live a very soft life. I feel like everything that you're saying you want to do, you want to be able to pay for, you want to be able to have, you could do that without necessarily having to get a nine to five job if you absolutely don't want to. But you have to be willing to take on some ounce of responsibility in order to be able to continue living the way that you want to live without your finances running to zero dollars. So when it comes to the whole soft life thing that we see online, I mean, is it a scam? No, it's not necessarily a scam. There are plenty of people who live that life, whether it be that they have somebody taking care of them financially, or whether it be that they have residual income, 
which basically just means they don't actually have to clock into work anymore for money. It means that they've already worked on something, they've already built something, and now it's continuing to pay them passively without them having to trade their time for money. It's, of course, a possibility, and it's, of course, not a scam in that sense. But I think the quote-quote scammy part around it, and I use the word scam lightly, but I mean more like the gimmicky part around it, is how to actually achieve that life. It's how to actually get to that point in life because it's a lot easier said than done. I think a lot of girls are now seeing this on TikTok, like soft life, and they're just going to Pilates, and then they come home, and they have a green juice, and then they make banana nut loaf bread, and then they go to bed, and then I think girls see that and they're like oh no problem I'm just gonna go find a husband to pay my bills and then they go on dating apps and to me with the whole dating apps thing you have to realize that there's 20 women for every one man this is I don't know if it was just a hinge statistic or if it was a dating app statistic as a whole I know I heard this multiple times that there's just so many more women than men on dating apps. And so with that being said, if that's the true statistic, if that's the true ratio that there's 20 women to every one man on a dating app, you're going to have to be everything that that man is looking for in order to get that man that you deeply desire. And one thing that definitely stands out to men in dating, whether it be on dating apps or just a woman that he meets organically out, gets set up with, whatever, is when a woman is passionate about something, at least one thing. When a woman has something that makes her light up when she speaks about it. And more importantly than this being something that stands out to men, I think that this should be vital for you to have even just for yourself, for your own mental health, for your own quality of life to just better your life in general so that even if you're not necessarily passionate about your job, you still do something for yourself that makes life feel worth living. You know, you you mention a few times in there how it, you're just existing, you're just surviving if you don't have it all, if you don't have all the money, if you don't have a partner to take care of you if you can't spend money on this and that. And I just don't think that that's coming from a good place. I think it goes back to that scarcity mindset, like I just said before, and having that scarcity mindset could be really detrimental to your mental health because then it does make people say things like, well, life isn't even worth living if I just have to survive or just exist. And I think that there's so much more to life than material things and tons of money or having a partner spend money on you. I was single for 10 years. I didn't have anyone in my corner, anyone in my life who spent money on me like that, could take me on a trip, could do anything like not even listen, trust me when I say my boyfriend and I, we do not live together right now. We are not married yet we are not engaged yet he is not paying my rent he is not paying my bills that's perfectly fine with me I'm more than capable of paying my bills I live alone we only started dating this year that is a conversation for when you're getting engaged and living together and married but my point is I had so much to love and be excited about and be happy about and passionate about anyway throughout that time yes 
I love my work. So it felt fun to do my work. But also, I made it a point to invest my time in other things, which I know you mentioned in the email, you know, I just want to basically have a hobby, not necessarily something that you want to make money from, but you want to be a stay-at-home wife or, you know, housewife or stay-at-home mom and just do things for fun. But why don't you start that now? Why say, I just want the entire load of finances and responsibility taken off my back and then I'll be able to enjoy myself. Then I'll be able to have fun. Because what if you don't meet someone for years? What if you don't meet your person right now? Now, I'm not saying that that's likely or that that's what's going to happen, but it is possible. It's definitely possible that you could be waiting a long time before you meet the perfect guy for you. So you can't just live like you said existing or surviving you can't just have nothing that makes life feel fun for you in the meantime so i think the more that you focus on yourself making your finances your responsibility trying maybe some different things when it comes to your career that don't necessarily require more hours at your job or getting a nine to five job maybe something that can make you money in other ways especially that passive or residual income, like I mentioned, trying to work on building up that and enjoying other things around you. So for me, I know I took up pottery for a while. I was doing that before I met my boyfriend during when I had just started seeing him. And it was cute because like I made things for him. I was excited about it. I really wasn't all that great at it. I made him this cute little like jar actually. He probably, I'm gonna ask him later if he's done anything with it, but I made him like a little jar with a lid, which could kind of be like for jewelry. Not that he has jewelry, but I don't know. Maybe you could even put change in there, like a little change jar. So it just, it, it gives you something to look forward to that when you are dating and meeting guys and whatnot and talking about it, they're that much more interested in you. They're that much more excited about you because you're excited about yourself. You're excited about your life. If you go back to my episode from two years ago, probably now, titled Successful Women and Dating, I interviewed Crystal, who is a love and manifestation dating coach and all sorts of things when it comes to helping successful women be prepared for successful men. And something that she said is men love a woman who is easy to love and easy to lose. And a woman who is easy to love is a woman who loves herself and loves her life. The less like the less that you love your life, the less that you love yourself, the less love that you radiate, the less that you embody that loving, nurturing, feminine energy that successful men are looking for in a woman. And a woman who's easy to love is easy to lose because of that, because she has so much going for her, because her life is great and fabulous and wonderful. So if you aren't exactly what she needs, wants, desires, are looking for, if you can't meet her standards, then it's gonna be real easy for you to lose her. So it basically means this woman holds herself to high standards. This woman holds the people around her to high standards. This woman is such a pleasure and such a privilege to have access to and to be around. So 
I either have to step up to the plate to be with her or I say we're not compatible and she's just gonna carry on and go meet somebody else. And I think the honest truth is this. When you are that woman, when you are embodied in that highly feminine woman, when you are a woman who is easy to love and easy to lose, you get that. You get what you want. You receive your desires. Your standards get met because you attract these things. You magnetize these things. That's part of feminine energy is being magnetic. And you're more likely to receive those things because of that abundant mindset and just the way that you see the world and the energy that you put out into the world. That's why you're getting it back. I always say everything in life is your mirror. I know I've talked about this in podcast episodes, TikToks. Your relationship is your mirror. The man that you're seeing, dating, however he's treating you is your mirror. Obviously, unless that there's something seriously wrong with him and he's a narcissist and a psychopath, but that's neither here nor there. I more so mean a normal, general guy. (laughs) By no means do I mean if a man is abusive, it is someone else's fault. So please do not mistake where I'm going with this. When I talk about someone being your mirror, I more so mean treat people the way that you want to be treated. Put out into the world what you want to get back. You're going to be that really good woman and you're only going to be with a really good man. You're not going to accept low vibrational, low energy men, relationships, friendships, all of the above. Your friendships are your mirror as well. If you're constantly getting fucked over, disrespected, so on and so forth, something's not adding up. It's like when someone's constantly the victim, constantly in really shitty situations with people and can't figure out what's going on well because that you're clearly accepting and indulging in that energy and so being responsible for the energy that you put out into the world will ultimately and truly change your life and I don't think that you're going to get so stuck in confusion of like why am I not getting this dream relationship why am I not finding this man like you're not going to be focused on that because your energy is just going to be constantly receiving all good things so that you're perfectly okay being single and waiting because like I said before you'll have other things going for you you'll have other passions you'll have other things to take care of and just simply care about you'll have love coming toward you in so many different ways in life that you're not going to be this desperate for it from one place and I mentioned a few times you know I'm single I was single for 10 years and all that stuff but keep in mind like I say I was single for 10 years but I'm really referring to my last boyfriend being in literally high school so it's not like I was single for 10 years and before my boyfriend now I had a boyfriend in my 20s I had an adult relationship no I'm I was single since I was literally 18 years old so I never had that man until I have my boyfriend now and I was still very 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 fulfilled in my life and of course I went through low periods there were times where I was really hard on myself there were times where I did feel like something was missing there were times where I felt very empty there were times where I even felt jealous and envious and why not me like what is wrong with me what am I doing wrong I definitely went through periods of of that imagine you're single for all of your adulthood all of your 20s so as someone who never had a 
true companion or a real man in a romantic way, literally, again, let me reiterate, my only boyfriends were in high school prior to now. So when you have that lack there, it's very easy to feel lack. But I think a key way to not stay in that lack mindset is to tell yourself like 100% without a doubt, now the relationship that I do get into will be the best relationship because I'm taking this time to better myself, to love my life, to find my own passions, to fulfill myself, to validate myself. And I'm going to be that ultimate dream woman for my ultimate dream man. And you take this time to get really intentional with dating and really intentional with your lists and your desires. And if you're making lists of what you're looking for in a man, I think honest and truly, most of the things on that list should be, if not all of those things, should be something that you're able to give as well. Because it goes back to that mirror situation. If you want someone who is empathetic and compassionate, you have to be empathetic and compassionate. If you want someone who is going to prioritize you, then you have to prioritize him. I love giving to my man in completely different ways. I mean, of course, now is Christmas time. So yes, trust me, I spent a lot of money on gifts. So I do love giving in that way. But I mean, for me, my biggest love language with giving for him has been food. I cook for him. I love making him meals. I do have TikTok videos up, which by the way, I would love some more engagement on my freaking cooking TikTok videos because I think I make amazing meals. I love making the videos. I think I'm pretty good at making my cooking videos. And it's, you know, for my boyfriend. So I feel like people enjoy seeing what women are making for their, you know, boyfriends and husbands, but no one freaking likes my videos. I need to talk about this in another episode to talk a little bit more about my situation with TikTok because I am really struggling. I went from blowing up with views and likes and engagement and followers because I was always talking about this kind of dating stuff with men and finances and whatnot to now that I'm actually in a relationship and not single and not actively going on dates and sharing so much of my personal business. No one likes my freaking videos. No one comments my freaking videos. So if you can go on my TikTok and go check out my cooking videos for my boyfriend, you could save them. Maybe you could make the food for your man. You could comment them, help a sister out, give me some views and engagement. But yeah, anyway, I'll talk about that in another conversation because I'm getting off track here. But My point is, when it comes to that giving aspect, I've always been so big on like, if you take care of me, I'll take care of you. One of my favorite sayings to describe a very traditional, heterosexual, highly masculine and highly feminine relationship dynamic is a husband buys a house and a wife makes that house a home. And I think that's just one of the best ways to to describe it. You take care of me, you can provide, you can plan, you can take on those masculine actions and roles. I take care of you. I take on those very feminine, you know, roles. And I don't think that dynamic comes from being, like I said from the beginning, desperate and entitled, which I think is coming up more and more because girls are maybe feeling a little bit of that jealous or envious energy that I mentioned that I had felt at certain times during my single season, 
you know, you see these girls on TikTok, you see their relationships, you see the things that people are having. And so it is very common for that energy to come up. And then that feeling of jealousy or envy can definitely translate in different ways in your energy of now starting to be a little uh, brazen when you are dating, maybe a little aggressive in dating. And unfortunately, men don't like it. And I think a lot of women misinterpret it as being intimidating. They're like, oh yeah, I'm single because I'm so intimidating. Like guys are always intimidated by me. You know, I'm a lot, I'm this, I'm that, and guys get intimidated. But I don't necessarily know that that's true. I don't know if guys are necessarily intimidated by you, nor do I really think that a highly masculine man can even be intimidated by a woman. I just think if you are really in your divine masculine that you're just not going to get intimidated by anybody. Maybe if you have wounded masculine traits, then yeah, sure, but certainly not a divine masculine. And this is something I used to say, which is why I could speak on it because back in my earlier 20s when I was like 23 and 24, I would say during that time period when I just started making good money through my business and I was like killing it and you know, for doing really well for myself for the first time in my life, I got, not to say cocky with it, but I definitely got very proud of myself to the point where it was definitely my whole personality, which is fine if that's you. I I don't knock it. I mean, for me, I really was like all in on that like hustle boss babe energy, which I just don't resonate with anymore. But at that time I really did. And so if things didn't work out with guys, for whatever reason, it may have had nothing to do with that. But if I went on dates or if, you know, I just didn't really hit it off with a certain guy, I used to have that mindset of like, guys are intimidated by me and whatnot. And then as I matured and got older, I'm like, I don't think that guys were intimidated by me. I just didn't think that they really, I just don't think that they really liked that personality. And I think a lot of my energy may have related to that entitlement because I almost felt in a way because I was so successful that I was entitled to a man who's so successful. And it's not that I said that to guys on dates. I was not like going around saying that, but I just think energy doesn't lie. I think energy is in everything. And I definitely think that there's ways that that can translate. Even if you don't directly say I'm entitled to a successful man, it can definitely be made clear how you feel toward that. And I definitely think that at that time, I felt that way of like, because I'm doing really well for myself, of all women, I'm going to be the woman who gets that man. So I know that that's, this is all starting to get off track from the original email, but I just feel like there's so much to be said on this topic in general. So going back to the whole mirror thing and making your lists, I really want it to be made clear that you can start from scratch and you can start fresh and really hold yourself accountable and really be responsible for yourself and say this is who I want to be as a partner and this is what I want in a partner make sure that you're making lists for yourself as well like this is me as a my dream woman I have x y and z going for me I love this about my life I treat my partner like this I take care of my partner in these ways and so on and so forth. And I'm almost fairly certain that 
every single woman would put on that list that she wants to love her life and the dream version of herself is so happy with herself, with her partner, with her overall quality of life. She just lives a happy and healthy life. And I don't think that there's anything healthy about being so stubborn when it comes to taking care of yourself financially and being adamant on refusing to do so. If you are in a position where your finances are running out and you're setting yourself up to say, I have to find a man on time before my you know bank account goes to zero dollars then you're putting yourself in a really scary and unhealthy place and that would probably be the complete opposite of what you would write on a list of this is who I am my dream my dream self my dream partner the dream partner that I want to be and what I want my quality of life to look and feel like I know that a lot of this was so repetitive but I really just went on a totally like freestyled tangent most of the time I have talking points not so much a specific script but I at least have bullet points of what I for sure want to cover and I just did not do that with this one I just really wanted to speak on what came to my mind what came from the heart at the moment I'm sure I'll have so much more to talk about in this area in the you know next year because I actually only have one episode left after this of 2023 and then we will be back you know after the new year in 2024 which is so crazy to say so keep sending your questions submissions even updates on this topic I wish truly nothing but the best for all of the girls and I hope that this episode being that it was quite a a ramble one, can help at least one person. Please leave some feedback in the Spotify notes, you know, where it asks you the question, what do you think about this episode? Let me know, because this one was, I would say, a little bit different than most of my episodes. And also, please be sure to leave me five stars on Spotify, as well as on Apple. For my Apple listeners, if you can, please, 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 be sure to leave me five stars as well as a review, a general review on the podcast page. It it doesn't allow you to do it per episode. Spotify is different. Spotify asks you, what do you think about the episode? So you leave a little comment on that one. But Apple allows you to review the entire podcast as a whole. And I've just had a bunch of people leaving negative unnecessary reviews for no reason it's not even about my content so it is entirely unfair that they are there and that I cannot edit or remove or adjust anything so they're stuck there obviously which is you know the name of the game and that's perfectly fine but it is frustrating when it's not even about your content it's just a about their own feelings so with that being said if you girls can please 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 before the year ends leave me five stars on apple and spotify answer the questions on spotify when it does ask you after each episode and leave a review on apple and of course if you have anything that you want to submit for advice email me at victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com Next week, I believe it's December 18th, will be my last episode for 2023. And then I will be in Italy. And after Italy, I'm actually going away to Turks and Caicos for New Year's. So Christmas, there will not be a new episode on the 25th. 
New Year's Day, January 1st, there will not be a new episode, of course. So we will be back then on January 8th when I return from Turks. And I cannot wait to share all about my trips with you girls. But that is all we have for today. Thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 